Welcome to Not So Aloney, the show where I, Aloney, hang out with a friend and together we make stuff. I'm here with Scott and we're going to write something. We have no idea what we're doing. It's funny because last week I also didn't have any idea what I was doing. When I did my personal one, when I did my solo podcast, I didn't know what to write. So I wrote 12 video game movies in 40 minutes. If we're going to do this off the cuff, no fucking idea what we're doing. Then I just got to ask you a couple of questions, Scott. We got to collectively answer some other questions before we get to the seven questions that I usually ask. Right. So first we got to figure out, are we going to adapt something or are we going to do a new, an original idea? Which one, which one do you want to do? I suppose, I mean, if we're writing kind of low on ideas as is, probably should adapt something. Yeah, I guess. I mean... It's that it's not even that I don't have that we don't have ideas. It's just that we don't have anything we're passionate about right now. So doing an adaption, it's like you have to care about the thing. And I'm like, do we really want to blow our adaptions on, you know, us not knowing what the fuck we're going to do? Unless we're just going to pick a thing and be like Star Wars, even though for the last like four weeks I've been trying to write Star Wars videos for my channel and I haven't been able to write a single one because Star Wars is a nightmare. Right. And I don't want to write a movie about Star Wars. I don't want to adapt anything, to be honest. I just did 12 video game movies, Scott. All right. But if you want to do a, an adaption, what, do you, what would you like to adapt? If there's something you wish was a story, what would it be? Because I'm giving us five minutes to figure something out, and if we don't, then we're going to do original idea, and we're just going to pick a genre and just run. So, Mass Effect's coming out. Have you ever played Mass Effect? I love Mass Effect. Oh, you do? I didn't know. I don't. I barely know shit about Mass Effect. Yeah, that's probably my favorite video game franchise. Yeah, it's coming, man. I'm really excited. It, isn't it... I can't remember what day it's coming out, but it's soon, right? It's this. I mean, it's. I think it's tomorrow. Oh wow. Yep. Yeah. Do you want to adapt a Mass Effect trilogy or like a single movie? I don't know. I mean, it would be pretty easy to rush through all the ideas. I mean, I did just adapt a bunch of video games, so I'm kind of figured out how to do it. Yeah, I mean, if you care about it enough, I kind of be like Mass Effect Two is the best one. So like, yeah. you could just be like, let's just do Mass Effect Two the movie. I would prefer to take the approach of, like, you know, same universe, but tell a different story. Ooh, that's an interesting way of doing it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's kind of the only way to do it. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of debatable what you do with a video game. The reason I wanted to adapt a video game in my other one before this is because I watched all the video game movies. I watched the new Mortal Kombat, I watched the new Sonic, I watched... A bunch of different ones because I was into it right and then I wrote a video about it and then I did a podcast about it and I was like all right and I deep dived and yeah there's there's a couple of different approaches you can you can adapt the original story and take liberties you can adapt the original story perfectly but it's still gonna feel hollow like there's something missing because it's a video game yeah the player choice yeah that goes away but I've seen a couple of things do that. You could just do in the universe and just come up with a new character in the story, which would be kind of cool and would allow us to do the five, the seven questions still and not, you know, be like, oh, the characters are all the characters from Mass Effect, you know? Right. So that is probably the best way to do it. Yeah. But we got to keep that feeling of Mass Effect. And if we're doing Mass Effect 2... I don't know. If we're doing a different group of characters, I don't know if we should do Mass Effect 2. Because, like, this could be really easy. This could be, like, if we didn't do a different group, it would just be, all right, Shepard is dead, and then he gets brought back to life, and we start the movie there. And then Elusive Man, 10 minutes in the movie, is like, yo, you got to get a team together. And he's like, okay, I'll get your team together. And then every act is just get a team member, learn their story. It'd be, it'd be better as a TV show, to be honest. Right. Every episode is a different character. When you're coming up with the concept, you got to figure out what this thing is. Is it a movie? Is it a TV show? Is it a, you know, card game? Who knows? If you did do Mass Effect 2, you would do a TV show and every episode he's with a different person and doing their side story. And you do him meeting each of them and then you do him doing all their backstories and then you do the big finale where a bunch of people die and then it's over and then you do season 2 and you do Mass Effect 3. Right. Maybe. But yeah, that's too easy. So you're right. We should do something fresh. What's always interests me is like, you know, there's the beginning of Mass Effect 2 where Shepard dies and then he's resurrected. And what's always interested me is that there's a two year gap in there. And that's like, you know, Ooh. his squad is like 
scat like all huh. plays. Yeah, they're all separate, and that's yeah. kind of what two is about. It's about like reuniting and figuring out what happened to everyone. Kind of, yeah. I don't know if I want to follow his old team though. I kind of, if we're gonna do, yeah. We don't really need to. I mean, there's there's potential there. Like you remember, like Garrus, like had his own mercenary group before he was betrayed. There's a lot you can do with that stuff. Yeah. You could do like a heroes type anthology show where like every episode is different and you're following a different crew. Right. And then it all like lines up at the end. Yeah. That could still be part of that other idea I was saying earlier, the whole TV show thing. And it's like, then at the end of that season is when Shepard comes back and then you do season two the same way I said before. And then you do season three being Mass Effect 3. But if we're going to do completely original ideas, there are kind of three time periods I'm immediately thinking of. All right. There's the two year gap you were thinking of. Mm-hmm. where everything's sort of in chaos and you know it, it's just sort of in flux and you can do whatever you want with that kind of i'm really interested in the biotic people like what are they called the people with the magic space powers who get yeah. uh element one, what 133 or whatever what is it element one, zero and i element zero yeah I'm pretty sure they are just called biotics yeah so the biotics and the vanguards right that's what the class is i think I, it would be interesting following Bionics because I always loved Jack. She was one. She was my favorite character. Oh yeah, she uh, yeah she actually went to uh, Grimson Academy. So you know she she w- she became a teacher. That'd be interesting seeing her like early days as being a teacher for Bionics, or even not even like since if we are going to try to keep away from the original cast and do like new characters, even just following that school would be cool. Oh yeah. Like, Grimstrom Academy would be a good TV show. Yeah. You know, a bunch of kids, like, put away at these science place where they're getting experimented on and shit. Like, that, that's... I mean, Grimstrom Academy's not that place. Like, Jack oh, was... Jack, yeah, Jack was just a full-on, like, experiment. Uh, Grimstrom Academy is just, you know, a school for gifted biotics and tech people. So, do, are people born biotics or are they made biotics? I thought you got made it. They're they're made biotics. Like you remember uh Caden from the first game? Yeah. He had the like they, they kept bringing up he had the L two implants, which were more unstable than L three implants. So yeah, you you are given biotic abilities. Yeah. So then how does the school f- frame into that? Are they given biotic abilities and then they go to that school? Yeah, I'm not. Or is it like all the people who are biotics were like experimented on and kind of thrown out into space to do whatever? Like a catch and release type thing, or maybe they all escaped or whatever. But like, how did they get from I'm in a lab to I'm volunteering to go to the school? Like, where's the, where's the in between on that? You know, that's a good question. Yeah, I should double check that. <laughs> it's really interesting. So that's a good time period to work on. And then the other one is I really, the the Reapers thing is pretty exciting. All right. If you want more like post apocalyptic type shit, like robot aliens destroying Earth and attacking everyone and killing people. Right, yeah, like that's pretty fucking exciting to talk the build about. Build up characters. to when Shepard comes back. Yeah, or even just yeah, just just this the idea because I always think about that kid in Mass Effect Three. Oh right, the kid, the kid in the trailer and everything. Like, yeah, that would be a good story too. Both of those would be good. Well, basically, one is a movie and the other one's a TV show. Like if it's about like a kid surviving in like the apocalyptic wasteland or some shit. Yeah, was that kid even real? Yeah. Or even, like, soldiers, like, yeah. fighting on the front lines there. That could be good as, like, a movie. Right. But if you wanted to do a TV show, then I think Biotics are where we'd go with that. It, unless we're going to do original cast. But like you said, I think you're right about staying away from that. Right. Yeah. Because it would be rough. Because we also have to, like, remember everything about them, and it's fucking a lot to keep track of. And we don't have a lot of time. Like, we're already ten minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta pull the trigger on one of those three. Okay. The one with the most meat is probably the biotic stuff. Right. Okay. I don't know what else we could do with, like, post-apocalyptic soldiers in the city or whatever. Like, we could do something with that, but there, we don't really have an idea there yet. Yeah. And I think, yeah, we're at the ten minutes, so we just gotta pull it. So the concept is... Are we going to do biotics in, like, a school? Are we going to do biotics in, like, a lab? Are we going to do biotics breaking out of prison in the beginning? Is it, like, an X-Men mutant thing where, like, they're being tracked down? I don't think biotics are really tracked down. Like, there was Jack, but Jack was kind of, like, a special case where... Yeah, they were also a criminal. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like they use their powers for evil. Right. I'm just, I'm really confused about how you can make someone super and then they somehow become autonomous after that. Like, how does that happen? Did they volunteer for the lab or did, were they shoved in there? Jack was not volunteered. Okay, so some of them are and some of them aren't. Yeah. So, biotics is just like a thing that can be done to someone. Kind of, yeah. And it happens all across the galaxy. It's not like there's one place that does it, right? It's like different shit all over. It can be. Uh, Asari are, you know, well-known for being gifted with biotics. Yeah, so you can be born with it, too. But they're also alien, and that's why they can do it more. Yeah. I, I think it has something to do with the element, right? Like, you have to be exposed yeah. to that element, and that kicks it off. And then the implants are, like, ways to control it or make it stronger or something. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. It's like X-Men, but with radiation. This weird element... Yeah, changes you, makes you superhuman, and then you have this responsibility with all this power. I think we should figure out what the main kinds of biotics are, and then just make a character for each. So, like, criminal, like, Jack-type character, right? Right. And then, like, a volunteer soldier, you know? Right. So, what what kinds of biotics are there? They're just someone naturally gifted with them. Okay, would that be an Asari, or would that be a human? Like, would that, is it more... I would say a sorry, but like you, like we're saying like Jack. I'm, well, I'm saying I'm making different characters here. I'm just trying to figure out the. Yeah, the but if we're saying like you know someone at Gruesome Gruesome Academy is only humans, by the way. So. Well, okay, so that's the question: Are we going to do Gruesome Academy, or do we want to do something else with it? Because I just like the idea of doing a story about biotics. Right. Yeah. So all we really need to do is figure out what we want to do with that. Like, there's a lot of ways you can go with that. You can be like, oh, they're like a, a gang, or like they're like a right. group brought together by the government, like a government team, like a like a military team, right? Like a, some kind of suicide squad, right? Yeah, I still like the idea of yeah, your criminal being still being human because if they're a really powerful biotic, that makes them valuable. That makes them you know you want them on your side. Yeah, no, I like I like the human criminal thing. So we got the human criminal, and then I, I want an Asari because we want that vibe. If we did the school, we could have them be like an expert that comes in. Yeah. Like they're like a teacher or something. Right. Dude, actually, the idea of following the teachers of a biotic academy would be kind of cool. Yeah. Because there's a, like whenever you get like mutants, it's always like, oh, they're teenagers or, oh, they're fugitives on the run. They never do like Professor Tom. You know, you never get like the person in charge. In, okay, so Grimson Academy, are, what exactly is their purpose? Are they a military academy? I don't think they're military, per se. Are they like a private contractor that trains superhumans? All right, well, they're, it says Alliance's premier school of for young human biotics, so technically I guess that does make it kind of a military. Yeah, I feel like that's what it is, because like how else are biotics... I feel like if you're a biotic... Like, they never really talk about it in the games, but I feel like that's a lot of fucking... There's a lot of people tracking you. Right. Like, if you got literal implants in your body that give you superpowers, like, they would kill you, or they would use you. Or they would let you go to study you. I feel like that's the only... Like, if someone right now, in, a, like, modern day, put a metallic thing, like, an injection in their neck, or, like, had a surgery, and then suddenly they can shoot laser beams out of their hands... There's no way that the government would let them be out free unless they were studying them, using them, or they couldn't control them. But I don't know. So we got we to gotta figure out that setting then. So if we're going to do Grimstrom, then what exactly is its purpose? Do you know anything about that? Or was it vague? It was just like, it's the best school for biotics. I mean, you go there at one point when it's under attack. Yeah, so what is it like? like I don't remember anything about it. Uh, it's mostly just... You know, training young biotics and engineers just to be the best that they can. It's giving me My Hero Academia vibes. Yeah, that angle could work, yeah. It's a, it's a similar sort of vibe, but I, I think darker, though. I think not just like, I want to be the number one hero. It's like, no. Yeah, right. This isn't like a story about inspiration and following your dreams. This is a story about, like, going to fucking military school. Like, everybody's got angst. Oh, yeah. The question is, do we follow the teachers, do we follow the students, or do we follow both? Following the teachers does have a certain... Well, I mean, follow everyone, kind of. Yeah, but I do like the idea of following the teachers a lot. Yeah. Because nobody does that, you know? 
Right. It would be easy to just be like, oh, they're radical teens, and like they have the cool teacher, and it's literally just do my hero, but they they they're in the future. And I feel like that that would get old real quick. But doing it about the teachers is really fascinating to me. Although I'm looking, trying to absorb stuff from the wiki, I'm not seeing anything about like you know them having Asari teachers or anything. Well, I mean, it doesn't have to say anything about it. Like, she could just be someone who's temporarily there studying it. Or she could be in disguise. Like, she could be hologramming around or some shit, you know. Like, it doesn't have to be one-to-one, you know? I guess, yeah. I don't think anybody's going to get caught up on the detail of, like, it's an all-human school. And it's like, okay. You could start it with, like, them saying this is the first time we're letting in non-humans. And it's that could be part of the story. Yeah, I suppose. Like, imagine if you're, like, an alien in an all-human school. That's going to be an interesting character already. Especially in Asari, because, like, there's also the whole female-only thing that's really fascinating. Yeah. Um, And would be interesting. Like, you move to a school and your entire group of people are, like, alien ladies. (laughs) And you're in, like, this all-human school for, like, superpower people. And everybody's, like, got different shit going on. There's definitely something there. Mm. Okay, I think what we have so far, concept-wise, because we're 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 twenty minutes in. At this point, we should we should have our concept down and be starting on the characters in a school in the Grimstrom school for biotics. It's an all-human school where they train people with superpowers, basically, who are victims of these experiments, who were volunteers who got their powers accidentally, who were born with their powers. Just like superhuman people are all hanging out at this school, X-Men style. So let's figure out the characters and then we'll go into the plot and just come up with some shit. Are we going to do that? Is that that what we're agreeing on then? I guess so. Yeah. So, okay, we already got two characters so far. Uh, We got the experimental criminal person, like the Jack-type character. And we got an Asari who's like either... Either she's a student coming in, or she's, like, an expert, like, guest professor who's, like, there to study shit or something. Yeah, she'd be a professor. You could do two of them, but I don't know if that's too much. Yeah, like like I said, like, from what I'm seeing, it's all human students, so... That's my one problem with this idea, is that it's, like, Mass Effect has, like, a bunch of aliens, though, and it's like, we're gonna take away the aliens? That doesn't sound fun. Alright, yeah, you want to take a step back from Grissom Academy, maybe? Like, just say it's its own place? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be attached to the to that specific place. Ooh, maybe it's a biotic training site on the Citadel. Ooh. The Citadel is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Like, if you're going to set a, a TV show, like, in the Mass Effect universe, that's definitely where you would do it. Mm, mm, yeah. Like this metropolis super city that like flies through this through like space and fucking blows shit up eventually. Like it's like a fucking weapon. It's beautiful. It's like one of the most beautiful places in any video game. Right. Yeah. And it's massive as fuck. So it would be pretty cool. I could totally believe that there's like a there's a group of like different aliens and humans training. Okay, I'm liking this idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the Citadel School for Biotics. Yeah, one of forty thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the uh, yeah, it's the top Citadel school. Right. Citadel school for biotics. Now we can play with it a lot. Let's. Yeah. Give me, give me all the races from Mass Effect that would be interesting to be biotics. It's not just biotics, dude. You could do the. It's also the techs because that's what the other one was like too. Right. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if Solorians can be biotics. The Solorians are the the like. Alien, the most alien-looking ones, right? The ones with the big eyes. The big eyes, yeah. What are the names of the big ones? The rhino-looking people. The Krogan, yeah. The Krogan have biotics, right? I remember them having a lot of biotics. Yeah, Rex was a biotic. I feel like the Krogan would be like a gym teacher. <laughs> like they're like the combat teacher. Maybe I don't know. Turian would be a good fit for that too. Maybe, maybe doing a duo with that. So like a Turian. They would not get along. I know that's part of the fun imagine right like two like you have gym class and there's like two people arguing that doesn't sound like a good gym class (laughs) i know that's part of the fun 
But all right, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll cut down on that. Maybe one of them's like the the biotic combat teacher, and the other one is like the weapons, like the tech combat teacher. That there we go. That's how we'll do it. Because the school's split in half, right? There's like the people that are studying tech, and then there's the people that are studying biotics, right? I guess. Like those are separate for the most part. Like you learn both, but it makes sense for there to be a school that teaches both of those things. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like this is the top school in the Citadel, so they just teach everything. And I like the idea of having, like, a split down the middle, because then you have, like, two combat teachers. Describe all the races real quick. So there's there's humans. Sorry, these are blue ladies. Salarians uh, with the big eyes, quick speech. Uh, you got the Turians, which had the... I think they had metal skin, actually. Like, they had the they had the scales on their head. What's his, this sniper guy? What's his name? Garrus. Garrus, yeah. That's them, right? Yeah. That would be as a Turian. Yeah. Yeah. And cat geckos. That's what I always think of them. I don't I don't see it, but okay. <laughs> so those are the council races. We got the Quarians, uh, you know, who lived in the environmental suits. Yep. Yep. Uh you got the Krogan. There's one there's another one, right? Oh, there are there's a few more. There's uh Batarians, you remember them with the four eyes? Oh, yeah, but they're not, like, the cool ones. I'm talking about the cool ones. I'm talking about the ones that are on the crew. Okay. All right. The fun ones, you know. There's, like, a million aliens, but I'm talking about, like... As far as the original crew, yeah, human, human, Krogan, Turian, Asari, and Quarian. Yeah, okay. And then, yeah, so I'll have, I'll have like, two humans. Uh, I'll do, like, Boy Scout. Okay, yeah. All right, we have... A human that was an experiment, kind of like a Jack-type character. You know, sort of a shady person. Right. We got the Asari, who teaches everything. I feel like that's a principle to me. Yeah, kind of. Oversees everything. Alright, and then the Sauriad are the big-eyed, fast-talking aliens who made a virus that fucked up all the Krogans, right? Right, yeah. So they're the cold calculate i feel like that's like a like a tech or a math dude <laughs> i like the idea of having a silurian uh biotic student who's very agitated struggles with the performance of biotics so they just get frustrated very easily all right so we have students and we have teachers these are these are the characters we have so far we got criminal experiment like jack we have an asari who's like the dean or the principal uh-huh we got a Saurian. You want a student. I kind of want a teacher. Like, we'll just have two. We could. Kinda, yeah. One. We'll have the teacher be more tech focused, and then the student sure. is biotic. Yeah. You know what? It'd be cool if they were like related, maybe. Yeah, sure. Like a parent, like their their dad or something. Saurians have kids, right? They're not clones, or are they? No, they're not clones. They are uh, born from eggs, though. So that's we see of... a lot of female ones. Uh, there, there's not really any sexual dimorphism. I think so. It's just like yeah, they're just they just look the same, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're just like alien. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna write parent then. You know, I'm gonna use they and them because I don't even think gender matters, right? Yeah. Do they even talk? I don't even know if they talk about their gender all that. That doesn't really come up that much. Yeah. Okay, and then we have the Krogan, who's like the grizzled biotics teacher. Yeah, who's just there for easy credits. Yeah. And then we have the Torian, which is, you know, like the, the tech teacher or whatever. And then we have Aquarian, which is the... I That feels like a foreign exchange student to me. Sorry, to who? The the Quarians, they just feel like foreign exchange students for some reason. All right, uh, those guys are pretty rare on the Citadel. Uh, are they on pilgrimage? Yeah, I well, I feel like it's a. Uh, are Quarians usually biotic? They're not, right? No, they're they're usually tech. I I feel like there's probably a chance that they can be. But you think it's so rare? It's not. Yeah. It's exceedingly rare. It would be weird to have two characters that are like biotic and they shouldn't be. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. I like the tech. I, that's why I'm calling them foreign exchange. I I guess, but like I said, they're. They're very, very rare outside their migrant fleet. What I mean is that they're, they want to be the best. At, they, they want to learn the tech from this school specifically. They, they've come here for that, you know? Okay, that, that could work as their pilgrimage, just trying. The pilgrimage is they, they pick a thing, right, that they have, they have to do. 
they have to leave the micro fleet and then bring something back with them. Yeah, so that's what they left for. Yeah, they were like, I have to bring something back. Right. And the thing I want to bring back is the knowledge from this school. Yeah, for whatever good that is for them. Yeah. Yeah, well that that was the thing, right? Is like they're 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 like a fucking Korean hipster. Like they want they want to like learn about this like old shit and I I could feel like their family wouldn't approve of this. And we're not going to have a Korean teacher because we already have the tour. We only need one because they're rare. Uh, and then we have the Saurian like parent and the son and the kid. And then I'm sorry, going back a little bit, I kind of wonder if it might be better to have a Korean teacher because we have the Korean the student would be on pilgrimage. What if the what if the teacher was exiled? Ooh, yes. Yeah. I feel like that okay. might be a better trade-off. Do they ever they they don't show them without the mask? Uh, we never see them without the mask. Yeah, I wouldn't do it then. I, I, yeah. I was like, oh, if they did show it at one point, I would have them not wearing one because they're in exile. But yeah, I mean, there's also the case of like, you know, they're wearing it because they'll die. Yeah. Yeah. Their immune system is uh, kind of janked. Yeah. Krogan and Atorian being like the gym teachers, but like separate gyms. Definitely separate gyms. Like competitive gyms. Like my thought is like there's two classes. Right? Yeah, sure. There's the... There's the bionics and there's the techs, right? Right. And then, like, these two are, like, the mascots for the two classes. Like, they're the teachers that are, like, super into the rivalry because they hate each other. Yeah. I weirdly want to have them bone just because it's, like, the ultimate that would never happen. That would never happen, yeah. <laughs> the tension so heavily between them. Dude, people will ship them. I, they're not going to bang. They're not going to have any chemistry or anything. But people will ship the fuck out of them and they will draw fan art. Jeez. If it was real, they would. Also, we never really see Torian females, do we? They were introduced in Mass Effect 3. They're they're showing up a little bit more now, but yeah. Well, we're going to add another inclusion. Yeah, might as well. I was going to make the Krogan female, but we've already seen that shit. It doesn't matter what they are. They're both burly badasses. Right. I don't need, We don't need to even add gender for the shipping potential. <laughs> so we have the teachers. Should we have another human teacher? Or should we just have one of each race as teacher? Uh, we could have another human teacher just because it like outbalances shit. Because yeah. you know, hum humans are always like butting in, right? They're always trying to get one extra step. The human might be there because you know they just like, I don't know, like the alliance or something is you know kind of like you know you gotta have a human on the team. Yeah, right. You gotta have a human on the team. Stupid. Should the experiment person even be a teacher then, or should they just be one of the students? I, I was I was assuming for the experiment person we had someone like I would I would assume they were a student. Okay, I'm just making sure I'm getting everything on. Uh, okay, so then who's the human on there? What is their care their vibe? Uh, the human teacher. Human teacher. Yeah. So so far for the teachers, these these this is what we have. We have an Asari who's the principal. Basically, sexy blue lady is the principal. Then we have big-eyed, fast-talking alien is a teacher, and they are their kid is in the school in the opposite class. They're not in their class. They're a tech teacher. Right. There's a rivalry between the two classes, and there's the grizzled Krogan and the cool collected Dorian, and they hate each other. But you know, people can ship shit and be weird. It's time to cross that barrier. They, they basically hate each other and they're rivals. They're basically pushing their students to be better than the other guys because they hate each other. It's more than just class rivalry. Yeah. And then the Korean exile would be a tech, right? Oh, uh, right. The human's going to have to also be a tech. I see them also being kind of like teaching, but also keeping an eye on like keeping an eye out for new recruits, that sort of thing. Yeah. We definitely have a little bit too much tech. We might have to add another teacher that does biotic because it definitely feels like a... Like a more tech-based school right now, because there's three techs, and then there's, you know, there's two biotics, and then the principal I wanted to keep separate, so let's just have one more. It also would be out of, it, it's not balanced to have. So, like, we need one other character for the teachers. Maybe make the, maybe make the human the principal, because, I mean, having a, a sorry just, you know, on the sidelines of being of this biotic school seems a little odd to me. Well, they're in charge, but, yeah, I guess it makes sense for them to be, like, the head of... Maybe there isn't a principle. Maybe there's like a governing. Like this is space future, right? Like why is there going to be one person in charge, right? Right. The entire city's run by a council. So. Yeah. And isn't that a part of the fun of the Citadel? Is that everything's run by committee? So it's like super fucking annoying. Wasn't that a thing? 
Yeah. What's the weirdest alien? It's the one. It's the one octopus thing, right? The Hanar. Yeah. This one. Hanar principle. <laughs> Ice. They don't talk. This one does not understand the question. Hanhar principle is great. That could be kind of funny, yeah. Also, I never trust them. So <laughs> having them be the principal really helps because they could be doing some shady studying on the students. Alright, so all that's left is we need two more students, unless we're just going to have four students. Is four students enough, or do we want to have six? Yeah. Right now, we have the son of the head of the tech department, who's in biotics. We have the migrant who wants to study our technology, even though her family doesn't want her to. And then she has a mentor that's the Corian above her that is in exile. Then we have the experiment criminal person who we don't really have a story for. All the humans, we don't have stories for. What are the three backgrounds you pick in the beginning? You pick Spacer, and what are the other two? Earthborn, which is... The born on the street sort of backstory, and I think colonist, which is like you know, yeah, and then spacer, yeah, yeah. So there's three characters: there's the Boy Scout, there's the criminal experiment, and then there's the teacher who's human. Which one's a spacer? Which one's an, an Earthling? And which one's a colonist? Our experiment is definitely an Earthborn. I say Earthborn, but you know, just like you know, born on the streets. Is the teacher the spacer, or is the teach? I feel like that the Boy Scout would be the spacer. The, the- yeah, because that's more interesting for a kid. Right. There's more going on with that, and then a yeah. teacher just being a colonist makes sense. Yeah. I can't believe I'm doing it again, but the guy who plays the doctor in Voyager, what's his name? <laughs> Robert Picardo. Yeah, Robert Picardo as the colonist human teacher who's a biotic. Yeah, I can kind of see it. I just love the idea of Robert Ricardo being his usual self and, like, uptight teacher, and then he just, like, shoots a fucking laser beam out of his hand. <laughs> next week, I gotta do it again, so that we... Next time, so that we have a trilogy of Robert Ricardo. <laughs> Robert Ricardo is the teacher. I immediately understand this character and don't have to write it now. Okay, so we have those. Is that enough, or do we want two more characters to sort of fit in with the Cor- with the Krogan? I guess the Krogan and the and the... The Turian don't need a student under them because they're like in charge of the whole team, right? Like, like their rivalry is enough. They don't need like a kid to connect to. I guess not. Yeah, because they're just like assholes who hate each other. Um, so they just kind of are in charge of everyone. Okay, so so far this is what we have. Here's the concept characters. That's the first half of telling any stories. Figuring that out. We don't have a name for the school yet. Do you want to come up with a name? Just a placeholder name or? Hold on a sec. Uh, I kind of feel like giving it a Turian name would be kind of interesting. Hmm. I I looked up Saren Arteris, A-R-T-E-R-I-U-S, the Arterius uh, Academy for Gifted. They uh, just Artist Academy. Artist Academy for the Gifted. Yeah. Calling the show Artist Academy is, is a pretty good name. My thought was just immediately like, ooh, Saren, the bad guy from the last game. What's his last name again? All right. So here's the pitch so far. In the deep future, after humanity has found big ass relays that allow us to jump through space super fast created by ancient civilizations, none of that matters because all that matters is that they're in the big cool city one. In the awesome city, there is an academy called Arteris Academy where biotics train, biotics and techs, use their powers quote in quotes which basically means beat the shit out of people and hack shit and fuck people up with their powers but do it responsibly uh there are two classes at war there is the techs and the biotics and they both exist at the same time and there's a krogan in charge of the biotics who's really rough and tumble and there's a turian who's in charge of the techs and they are sort of cool and aloof And those two are sort of arguing with each other in the background. They're not completely in charge. They're just sort of given the temperature of the room. Then ahead of them is a person in charge is an Asari and a Silurian. We have four main characters to focus on. There is a Saurian that's like an alien with big eyes who is a biotic, which is kind of rare and they wouldn't study it normally, but they want to study this ability that they have and their dad, who's in charge of the school, has allowed them to come in, but they are not in there for tech, secretly. They are actually there for biotics and their dad is pissed. We have a Corian foreign exchange student. She's a migrant. She's come here to 
understand our technology better because she's obsessed with human technology and she wants to bring it back home with her and her pe the people back home don't really want her to be here they think she should have picked something better something more interesting to bring home there's a lot with that anyway so the third character is the earthborn uh streetwise criminal experiment kid they were abducted when they were a kid they were given superpowers and then they used those superpowers to survive and they did a lot of things they're not proud of, but now they're here to change their life and do something different with their life. Maybe that's how the series opens. They're running from the law. At first, it seems like they're just running, but at one point, it seems like they're cornered, so they use their biotics to get out of there. Eventually, they are still captured. And then they're given a plea deal. It's like, go to this academy or go to prison. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a scared straight thing. Yeah. Uh, I like that. That works. A probation officer would be interesting, like them on probation at this school. So if they do anything fucking stupid, they can get kicked out. And if they get kicked out, they're not just getting kicked out of school, they're going to jail. Human teacher? That's good, too. Yeah. He, he does feel like that kind of guy, right? Right. He saw something in her because he was a kid on the streets. I'm not making him a colonist. He says he's a colonist, but he's not. He's actually from Earth. Okay. He doesn't want people to look down on him, so he pretends to be from the colonies, but he's actually from Earth. And that's why he has a soft spot for her. Bam, she now has a, a hero. Right. Good. We have the Spacer Boy Scout, who we have no character development for whatsoever. Yeah. The only the only idea I have is that he would be another tech. Yeah, right. As for possible mentors, he doesn't really have one. I mean, the Solorian, I guess, but... As a Spacer, like, you know, he would have been... Perhaps he would have been a little distant from his parents, just, you know, like, they were there, but they were doing business and whatever. He was always on the ships. Perhaps he was tinkering with things here and there, but... Also, being a spacer is a lot like being a Navy brat. Pretty much, yeah. And in the idea that you lose your friends constantly. Pretty much, yeah. So maybe he is kind of cold and distant and kind of cool. Yeah, likes cracking a joke every once in a while, but yeah, overall... I like the conflicting identity of he's like the by the book like Boy Scout, but he's also the cool and aloof guy. Right. Like I don't think I've ever seen that character before. A guy who's like fucking totally by the book, like doesn't break the rules at all, but he's also the cool guy. It's such a weird thought. That 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 works. Okay. Do we need any more characters or is that enough? Because we'll have, like, side people and shit, but I mean, like, any more mains. Because so far we got, you know, like, two biotics and two techs. And then each of them has a mentor, and each of them has someone to look up to that, that, that looks down on them. And then each of them has a, uh, the Torian and the, and the Krogan are just kind of, like, set dressing. You know? mm. I think that works. I think that works as a web of characters. That'll do. Okay. So all we have to do now is we have 20 minutes to race through all five questions we need to answer to actually make this a story. This is what happened last time with Star Trek. <laughs> um, we get too caught up on the characters and then we don't actually figure out what the story is. Here's the five questions. Where are we going to start this? So your idea of the girl on the streets getting attacked, that works. She joins the school. She's sort of our main character to sort of give us an in. And then on the transport, she meets up with all the other ki all the other kids. Yeah, all the other students. Uh, and then they have two separate classes. Yeah. Okay, so that's where we start. How do we leave? What What is the big thing that happens in this arc of a season? So it's a TV show, so it's going to be, you know, slow. We're going to get to know the characters, and then we're going to figure out their interpersonal dramas and whatnot. But what's the big shit going on, you know? Right. Well, what's what's the thing that makes them leave the safe haven? That's kind of hard to figure out in sort of a going to school thing, because the safe haven would normally be your home, but all of them kind of come from broken, sad beginnings, and they're sort of hopeful in the school. So I'm trying to figure out what we could do with that, you know? Right. I guess the how's how do they leave is they they're leaving their homes, right? Maybe we focus a little bit more on each of them back at home before we move on. So where do they go? What what what? What's the villain of this, anyway? Who's the bad guy? Because we have all this interpersonal drama and stuff, and that's all good, but we don't have a villain. Right. We don't have someone pulling the strings, someone, you know, in the shadows, you know? What is that thing? Because, you know, got, we, we, we got up in the school shit, right? So, like, we know the school stuff. But these are super people. So, like, more's got to go on than school shit, right? Like, we can't just be like, they're at the academy. Right. We gotta do something else. Hmm. Does the Citadel get attacked, or do they go on a, a wave, like a, like a field trip when shit goes down? 
Is there like a spy? I don't know what spy there would be, but one of the teachers is working for a shadow broker. That still feels too small. What 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 happens in in the in the sort of high school dramas that kind of pushes them forward, right? Because right now we have a bunch of characters and they all have these interconnected shit going on, and I can see myself writing a story about that. Right. But what's the overarching thing? What's the thing that makes me stick around? Maybe the principal is like doing the shady shit, but I'm like, is that interesting? Oh. It just feels very anime and very much like, oh, the principal's the bad guy. Right. School gets attacked. I don't know. It feels too external. I don't. There's something missing. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like we're not. I I don't usually tell stories about like a school. <laughs> right. My shit's usually like grand, like fantasy shit. So like, what is the, what is the meat of this? I mean, each character has their own sort of personal demons that they're trying to fight with. Is that what this is? Is this like a Breakfast Club type deal? For the most part, I would I don't think so. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, did we say when this when this was exactly? Um, no, we didn't. I, I think it's during those two year that two year gap was what we were thinking, but it can be any time. Do we want to have the Reapers attack and destroy everything <laughs> and kill everyone and like the Citadel gets attacked in three, right? Yeah. So that'd be pretty fucking dope. That'd be like that feels like the final season. Yeah, kind of, but that would be like, yeah, they would all die. Yeah. Well, they're training and they're super powered, so. Well, yeah, there's a lot of super powered people on Citadel. I know, they, but they're kids. They're the people are prioritizing them. I would vote against having it be during the Reaper attack. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely has to be some kind of ulterior motive for this school. I like the idea that it starts off as a normal school, but I, I want there to be a turn. My only other thought is, like, this whole thing's a science experiment. That, like, this school doesn't give a shit about them, and they, this is all just to study their powers. They think they're learning to control their powers and become, like, better, more well-equipped with their tech and biotic skills, but actually they're spying on each other. Like, it's like... Imagine the turn halfway through where, there, since there is two classes, maybe we play that up. Maybe we play up the fact that maybe the tech students... Like, why would you combine a tech and biotic school? It doesn't make any sense. What if there's something else going on? Perhaps they just have a large supply of Ezo and are seeing how that affects them. Yeah. What if it's like the tech people are training and they're, like, being trained to study the biotics? Hmm. That has potential, like, you know. Because there's a divide, right? But the thing that's interesting about the divide is that the people who are on opposite sides of the divide, that's part of their conflict, right? Is like the Saurian guy is a biotic, even though his dad is in charge of the tech department, he's the biotic and he's like, you know, he wants to be in the biotic class, but his dad didn't want him to be in that class and he snuck in. So now he's part of the experiment and his dad's like a fucking scientist. Who's like, Oh shit, son, you were supposed to be a scientist with me. Why the fuck did you become an experiment? Like, he wanted to be on in the biotic class, and he was like, no, you're not going to be in the biotic class. And you're like, why does his dad not care? Like, why is his dad mad? And you think it's just because he's a Saurian, and it's like, you're supposed to be more tech-focused. But no, it's because they're fucking experiments. This is more experimentation. Well, Like, they're, they're putting, like, what if they're, like, putting shit in the food, and they're, like, fuck studying the kids more, and, like, the tech students are actually, like, fucking scientists. Like, all the tech students are actually keeping tabs, and they don't even know it. That actually does, that does have potential, just, like, less about, like, teaching more about, like, okay, how do you overpower the other guy? Yeah, because that's what sort of the vibe is, right? Is that there's the two, the the people that are, like, the loudest, the two teachers that are loudest are all about their rivalry, right? It's all about, like, we got to be better than them, right? And I don't trust them, right? right? Both of those teachers know that they're fucking these kids up. Like, the biotic leader is just using this because want, they want to know more about the combat effectiveness dude do we are we gonna end up saying that all the teachers are bad because that would be a crazy twist if like we have them as like sympathetic likable teachers and then as you slowly go throughout the show you find out that they're the bad guys that like the caring guy that brought the streetwise kid in because he's secretly a streetwise kid is actually like fucking evil as shit and is trying to like study her I don't like the idea of having them go like full evil like mustache twirling but you know you can certainly you know just like, yeah. 
But no, they know something. They know something's up. Right. Yeah. And I like yeah. even halfway through the show, they're the teachers are the ones who end up feeling guilt, like realizing what this is, and then feeling guilty and actually finding evidence and being like, "Yo, you guys should run, dude." I love the the oh my god the the mid the mid show like crazy thing that happens like the big twist in the middle of the show is that they go on the run yeah sure we're a bunch of biotic teens and we're studying how to be better biotics right right the one kid's here because he really wants to study his biotic side and his dad wouldn't let him the corian is here because she wants to understand our technology more than anyone right the streetwise girl is here because this guy's giving her a shot to not go to jail and the Boy Scout is here because he feels alone and he wants to be a part of something bigger than himself. And I feel like he's the one that's going to be the most bad out of the four. I feel like Spacer Kid is going to be like going with the program. You know what I mean? Right. Like when they start being like, okay, kids, well, there's a new lesson this week. We've been teaching you how to like, you know, do your tech skills and your hacking and whatnot, blah, 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 all your different, you know, whatever the fuck you teach tech students. And they're like, but now... There's a new phase in your learning. We need you to keep tabs on the other students. It's part of your training, right? It's part of, like, the stealth section of a tech specialist. Mm. It's like, in the field, you know, in the out in the world, you're going to need to be able to sneak around and study people and to be able to read them and track people. So you're like an analyst, like, for the CIA. That's what they're in training for, basically. All right, we need you to keep tabs on the biotics. So then they start watching their their friends that they've made over this time. And they're like being weird and the Corian is like okay i guess this is what it's like and the boy scout is like this is weird but i'm following the rules and i like the idea of the streetwise girl is like i don't trust this shit well yeah and then the kid whose dad is like in charge of the science group is like really struggling with it i think that all really works is like this sort of like web of intrigue mixed with like teen angst mixed with like mentorship could be a really cool and interesting story. Oh, back to the questions, just to keep, sort of keep on topic. Even though I feel like with TV shows, I need to come up with a whole new set of questions. So how do they lose is them finding out the truth, right? They find out that this whole thing, this whole school isn't actually here to have tech, like to train people in technology and biotics. The whole school is actually to study the biotics and to train the tech people to follow them. And that the tech students are like handlers for the biotics. The idea of like there's two separate classes, but people start becoming friends with the other classmates. Like maybe that's part of it. Like even their friendships have been designed by the school. Okay. It's like they perfectly matched up all these students and they're like, okay, so this guy is going to be friends with this person. I totally can see. And they like set their classes up so that they could become friends so that they can keep tabs on them so that when they do the turn and they say, okay, tech students, we need you to follow this person. They'll be able to do it more. The, per the biotic will trust them more. And I think the ev eventual turn is that at the end, in their final year of school, the idea is that eventually it's leading towards the techs are going to either... Do we want them to be like controlling the biotics, like handlers? Like it's like manipulating them to do like warfare or are they going to kill them to just destroy the evidence or like to, like dissect them do we want to go that far do we want to say that like they're going to make the tech students dissect their friends yeah. yeah like the whole the whole time they've been training these tech-based students to like study this first they studied technology then they studied like surveillance and like analytics and then they started studying their their friend like the other class like following them around and then the last turn of it is like okay now you got to tell us when to start doing shit suspiciously and then the turn is going to be that all of them are going to get killed and then autopsied right for like their chips and shit like for their biotics to understand it fully right i mean not this i don't think they're going to make the techs do that i think that the techs will be complicit in that yeah because know. they've been following that i don't know does it get too convoluted uh i don't know about killing them and yeah like again like, if it's about, like, killing them and taking their implants out, like, they could find those implants elsewhere and figure out. Yeah, well, I think it's more not about getting the implants. I think it's more about studying, like, completely understanding. The secret goal of this school is to uh, completely understand how biotics work. Eh. Biotics have been created, right? And we understand them, but there's something about them we don't get. And we haven't seen them, like, move in their normal environment. Eh. 
what if we make a school where we teach them how to use their powers and in the process learn more and more about them maybe but i don't know like it's for me it just sounds like a case of what they could learn at the school of biotics there are other ways of learning it i feel like it'd be more compelling as just like you know Teaching the engineers, getting the head of biotics, really get a good feeling of how to outwit them. Even like, you know, perhaps building an underlying hatred. Hmm. So it's more like they're training the biotics to be weapons and they're training the techs to hate biotics. Or just like overwhelm, like being able to outwit them. Yeah. And the re- why would they need to be able to outwit them? And it would be that they're going to try to catch some of them, right? Yeah, could do that. Or just like, yeah, have an antibiotic division or something. This is like a brainwashing sort of recruitment thing. Yeah. Like you bring them into the school telling them that, oh, you're going to learn how to be an engineer. You're going to learn how to completely control technology in space and, you know, surveillance and, and analytics. You're going to be able to completely understand the living mind and the technology that connects it. And then they tell the biotics, oh, you're going to completely control your powers and no longer be danger to anyone else. Which already sounds bad. It already sounds like they don't like them. By the end, it's like, no, actually, we're trying to teach the techs how to beat you. And we're trying to find out your own, your limits. That's what this is. This is them discovering the limits of biotics and making, okay, like, making the biotics into weapons and making the techs into, like, biotic hunters. Right. I think that works as, like, a, a vibe. And then the, the thing is, is in the season three sort of thing, in, like, the big low moment, is they discover this secret. One of the teachers spills the beans because the teachers are... It, they're no longer impersonal because all of them have connections to these four kids. They're not supposed to be connected to the kids. They're supposed to be separate and to just indoctrinate them and move them on. Okay. But the one guy's son went to the wrong team because he didn't know his son was a biotic. And now his son is, like... They're going to turn him into a weapon instead of a person that hunts weapons. Like, think about how straining that relationship is with that de- with that parent. Yeah. Like, you're their parent, and you want them to hunt down superpower people, and then they are a superpower person. And not only are they a superpower person, but now they're in the school that's turning them into a weapon and trying to find their limits. And then the other guy, the Robert Picardo's whole thing, is that he brought this girl in because he, she's a weapon and she's a tool to be used, but he feels bad for her. And now he knows the true extent of what's going to happen to her, and he doesn't want to go along with it anymore. Yeah, all right. So those two sort of spill the beans, and then all the other teachers are, like, going after him. And, like, the Corian exile, the reason she was exiled is because she's working with them. She's working for these people. That's why she's exiled, because she was experimenting on uh, biotics and... Because the whole thing of the Corians, right, is that they're they're all together, and it's all about their group. Yeah, I'm kind of isolationist. Yeah, and she's like, no, we need to start capturing these biotics and using them as weapons. And they're like, we don't like that. And then she started doing it outside of the rules, and then they kicked her out. Maybe. And she was doing, like, really fucked up shit. Like, full-on, like, experimentation. Yeah. Or even more, like, there aren't a lot of Corian biotics, so she was trying to make them. Okay, yeah, there, there we go. Yeah, she was trying to make Corian biotics, and then they kicked her out. So who hired her? Well, this group that's trying to study biotics. Yeah, okay, I'm liking, I'm liking this angle of, like, yeah, she tried to make some Corian biotics and wasn't particularly ethical with it. So, yeah, exile, and that's how she found this group. And that works with the Corian girl because she's not a biotic, and she's just trying to do her duty, and she's torn between these friends she's made that she's, like, being told to follow and understand, and she's that she's trying to outwit. And there's, there's like, this conflict between the two groups. So there's like a human guy and a Korean girl. They are basically told to follow and get to know these people and study them. And eventually they're like trying to teach them to hate them, but they don't. And then the other two, they're trying to turn them into weapons, but they're not taking it. And then by the end, they're like, all right, these people aren't with the program. Like, we got to take care of these people. We, we can't deal with these four. These four are troublemakers. We're going to have to take them out or not even kill them. Just like we're going to have to expel them but in sort of a different way. Like, she's going to go to jail. He's going to get sent back to the spaceports. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, they're going to be back to their old lives or something like that. Yeah. I just, I want a season three turn where the teachers spill the beans and the kids are on the run. Part of the idea is, like, she could be an escape fugitive at that point because she is a criminal and she's there on probation. If she finds out that it was all a lie and that they're using them, and she told the others and then all four of them ran away in season three then they would be fugitives because they're harboring a fugitive 
and they're on the run. First, it's about them escaping, and then it's about them trying to prove that the school's been doing this shit secretly and nobody knew. Like, not even the Citadel knew. And then maybe it's revealed later that the Citadel did know. You know what I mean? I think, like, that yeah. this has been hidden from the Citadel, but the idea that yeah, like when the... they end up taking them down. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it starts off like drama where everybody's got a mentor and it's all this fun loving stuff, but there's something else going on. And then in the second season, it starts getting real weird. And then in the third, they're like, all right, you know the truth now. And they are on the run. And then the last season is like, all right, we got to take them. We got to We got to get proof that they did this shit and we need to get everybody else out of there. And that also works because you can have some students stay behind and some teachers are staying behind. And like, imagine in the third season where you're being hunted by your gym teachers. Right. Like, both of those two characters, right, that had, like, the tension and everything, and they were rivals and everything, now they're hunting you. <laughs> <laughs> now they're rivals about hunting you. Maybe. And, like, the Boy Scout dude could have stayed with them. Or maybe he's, like, he's, you know, he's torn between helping them and not, like, turning them in. Right. I think that's all really interesting. Yeah. And also, the other kid on the other team, he's torn because his dad's in charge of this shit. His dad wanted him to come in and be one of these techs, and he's a biotic now you know maybe yeah there's a lot of quite a lot of stuff about identity you could do yeah but yeah i think that's it um the last question would be where do we end up and like i said they 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 the all is lost is they find out that it's all a lie and they're on the run and then when they learn their lesson that it's like this place is wrong it needs to be taken down they work together and they take them down the end you know right this could be a movie or a tv show oh, yeah. it would be better as a tv show but it could work as a movie if you shortened everything and made it tighter. Yeah. I'm actually kind of wondering. Yeah, I'm kind of like the idea of it as a movie. Yeah. The five act would be kid comes to school, you get the teen drama, mm -hmm. and then you know, the fun and games of like, oh, we're in class, you're studying how to use your superpowers, they're studying you, you know, ooh, it's exciting, you're meeting the cool people who are learning tech, and you don't really know what the tech people are doing in their room, you just know that they're doing something, and then the tech people really like the biotics and they're all getting really close and then they find out oh shit we want you to keep track of them and they're like that's weird and then eventually they learn from one of the teachers who lets it slip like no we're using you this is all a lie this school isn't real it's a fucking experiment we're just studying you and then you get the all of us lost about them going on the run and then there you go and then it ends with them taking them down i think it would work better as a tv show just because it's so much going on I think miniseries would be a good name for this. It's like six episodes. Oh, yeah. Like a six-hour thing. Yeah, sure. It's probably good enough. Like each hour is, you know, each episode is like, all right, first one's them coming to school, meeting up, you know, introducing the characters. The second one is like a, we're having fun in school, but what's going on? The third one is, oh, we find out shit's going down, and then you get two episodes on the run, and then an episode of them taking them down. I think that works. Yep. Wow. We actually finished it on time. Yay. There, that was pretty cool. Dude, we got that from nothing. Well, we got it from Mass Effect, but yeah. Well, yeah, from Mass Effect, but we, we had no idea when we came into this. I just I literally said Mass Effect because it's coming out, and also I looked at the game on my shelf. Right. I can't wait for the new Mass Effect game, by the way, dude. Oh, my God. I just got paid, too, so I can buy it. Are, are you going to get it? The uh, Legendary Edition? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I've heard some crazy shit. Yeah. They've, re they've redone entire sections, like, entire thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, the first game is, like, way better. Right. Um, and they, like, I all I know, they, they changed a couple of things, but there's one featurette they had where they just talked about how they changed one wall. Oh, really? Like, the, when you come out of the elevator, there's this big fucking wall in the way, and it's there for load times, so you don't have to load the whole scene. But now that they can load everything, they just deleted the entire wall and redid it. <laughs> Like, that's the level of detail they've put into it. Nice. And the car drives better. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they fix the car driving, and they fix the menus in part one. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't played these games in forever since they came out. Like, all of them together with all the DLC, I never played the DLC. The DLC is supposed to change shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's supposed to be, like, mind-blowing, the DLC in 3. And all of it comes on Mass Effect. Yeah, I'm playing that shit. Wow, I didn't think I would be excited about anything this week. But yeah, Mass Effect. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, well, uh, I guess we'll stop then. Yeah, all right. Uh, before we go, wh where would you rate this? What do you think? If you think of the story we came up with. Uh, seven? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good for, you know, hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. 
I really like it. I like a lot of these characters. Now, next week, I got to write the whole goddamn thing. I got to write, like, I don't know what I'm, which parts I'm going to write. Probably, like, the first episode. I'll see you later, then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs>